Hi there. Welcome to Whole Brain Teaching, the podcast. We're glad to have you here with us today. My name is Laura Forehand. I'm a Whole Brain Teaching staff member and Platinum Certified Instructor. I've been using Whole Brain Teaching for about six years, and I'm happy once again to be here with my great friend, Rhonda Arlt. Hello, everybody. Um, as Laura said, I'm Rhonda Arlt. I'm a second grade teacher in Kansas. Um, I'm Platinum Certified as well and a Whole Brain Teaching staff member. So today we are going to switch gears a little bit from the whole brain teaching cycle that we've been talking about on our podcast for the last few weeks, Prover team. We couldn't be more excited to have executive board member Stephanie Meter here to discuss the Super Improver with us. But before we begin there, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, Stephanie, and how you came to know and love whole brain teaching so much? Sure. And thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you guys. So my name is Stephanie Meter. I teach second grade in Oklahoma and I started whole brain teaching my first year of teaching, but I did a little bit here and there. I didn't really go into depth. I became an intern in 2013 and then gold certified in 2016 and then executive board member in 2018. So it's been a long walk, but definitely a blessing to be part of whole brain teaching. Yes. And we're so excited to have you here today. And um, I know that you are one of the first people whose videos I started watching when I became interested in using whole brain teaching. So thank you so much for that. Thank you. (laughs) We are so excited to talk about all things super improvers with you. So first, can you tell us what super improver is and how it works and why it's such an important part of the whole brain teaching classroom? Sure. So the Super Improver Wall is basically like a live video game. It's a 10 color color scale with animals based off their speed from turtle to peregrine falcon. And the kids are really racing against themselves. They're not playing against each other. So they're really trying to improve on anything from an academic to social skills. And it really helps the kids follow the classroom rules. So when they move up a level, their card color is the only thing that changes and they are winning to move, they are really, really pushing to move up to Peregrine Falcon. Once they become a Peregrine Falcon, then they can become an Alpha Hawk. An Alpha Hawk is someone that you look up to so they can help their friends earn stars. And again, if they become a living legend, which is the Peregrine Falcon, their picture goes up on the wall and stays there forever. And my kids love coming back to see their faces on the wall. I'm sure. I will have to say, this was probably the scariest or hardest thing for me to implement with homebrew teaching. I mean, I just wasn't so sure about it. But once I started it, I mean, it just seemed like it was magic. Yes, yes. I didn't start a super improver until probably my third year in going to whole brain teaching because I was scared too. I was kind of intimidated. Like, oh, that's a lot of work, but it really is not a lot of work. It really is not. I mean, you just tell the kids what you're looking for them to improve on. And then once you see them do it consistently, then they get a star. It's really not that hard. The kids are the ones really playing it. You're just changing their color card, really. So it's really all on the kids. (laughs) That's true. Um, So setting up the display is part of the super improver wall, if you will, or wherever you might have that display. How does a teacher go about setting that up? I mean, what does that look like at the beginning of the year? So the beginning of the year, all of the kids are on turtle. So their color would be the same color. I use white. I know some other teachers use use different colors, but the beginning of the year, they're all on the same level. And 
for first couple days of school, I don't tell them what the super improver wall is. I let them kind of wonder what it is because it gets their interest. You know, they're kind of like, Ooh, what's that? Mrs. Nina? I said, well, you're not ready for that yet. We'll let you know. But once I start it, wow, the whole classroom just goes crazy over it. So the beginning of the year, I just choose a place in my classroom where there's enough room and I just put all the levels up and then all the white cards and make it, you know, look, you know, very inviting for the kids. And coach has some wonderful cards that he's created to put on the super improver wall that the kids love. And each animal has a different name, which is really cute. Yeah. And I said beginning of the year, but if there's a teacher out there that hasn't started this, but is looking to start it, even though we've already technically started this school year, right? something that you can start now or start in January? Yes, definitely. You can start it anytime throughout the year. I mean, if they don't get to Peregrine Falcon, that's fine. I mean, the goal is, is to improve Mm -hmm. and to move up those levels. I know some teachers have maybe started out maybe having, if they started middle of the year, then maybe they change the numbers on the cards so their kids can move up a little bit faster. I've heard of teachers doing that too. So Mm -hmm. that's another way you could do it. Okay. Yeah. Well, with so many teachers teaching virtually right now, unfortunately, um, how can a teacher set up a super improvers display virtually? Well, I know that Crystal has made something. It's on Teachers Pay Teachers, and I believe it's like a Google Drive form where you can attach it to your your virtual learning display, and then they, they can click on it and they can see their levels. I have personally have not done that. But I know there's a fantastic way that Crystal has made. Right. Crystal okay. Calabro, she's made that. Yeah. And does that work the same way then? As Yes, exactly the same way. Yep. When they improve, they get stars and then their color card changes. It's just virtual. Awesome. So the big idea about Super Improver is improving. So what are some of the things that you look for or what are some of the ways that students can improve? Oh, okay. There's a lot of things. Every kid is basically, there's some kids that are on the same improvement goal, but most of them are on their own, Mm -hmm. sitting in their seat, putting their feet on the ground, writing their name on their paper, little things like that, that they really need to improve on. Now as a whole class goal, Mm -hmm. I might tell my kids, okay, today for our whole class super improver goal, I'm looking for big gestures when we're teaching. If I see that, then we can get a dice roll. If I roll, roll one, two or three, you, everybody gets a star. So mm-hmm. that's another way you can involve your whole class. I might pull five kids over through the week and say, this is your improvement goal. What do you think you need to be working on? And we'll just talk about their improvement goals. It could be moving up a reading level. It could be having more creativity in their writing, all kinds of things. The possibilities are endless for improving because everybody has something to improve on. Even your kids that are like your A plus kids, they still have to improve on things. So it, it goes a long way, all those improvement goals. Mm-hmm. I think that, that leads me to my next question is, do you find it harder for that child that is doing everything that you want them to do to find stuff for them to improve on? You know, there has, there has been some challenging times where I'm like, okay, what can you improve on? Cause they might have the best handwriting. They might always be doing the right thing. Yeah. So I might, um, you know, tell them, you know, look, if you can help a friend today, that can be an improvement goal. You know, if you can add more adjectives in your writing, that could be an improvement goal. I mean, they're, like I said, everybody has something to improve on. And I do have a few kids in my class that are already those A plus kids that need a little bit extra something else to do. So I let them push them a little bit further, you know, 
give them more challenging things to do to improve on. I like the idea of incorporating the virtues, like you said, you know, showing more kindness to someone or, you know, being a leader in the classroom. Um, I think that's a really, really great idea. Definitely. And I noticed that my kid, my, my sped kids, those are the ones to move up faster because they really, really want to improve. And my, um, my, one of my kids from last year, he just took off. I mean, that was his goal. He wanted to be Peregrine Falcon Mm -hmm. and he did everything he could to improve. And he did it. He did it. And I'm telling you, all you have to tell those kids is that just get a stinking star. That's all they get is a star. And it's amazing. No more treasure chest, no more candy, no more stickers, just a star because they feel like they're in this game to win it. Yeah. Definitely. I had a question. It's just kind of left me for a minute um, that I was wondering, um, do you do anything like once they level up, do you have a celebration or, mm. I mean, I know Heidi's talked about um, the song that she does. I wasn't sure right. if she did anything special when they leveled up. Yes, we do. We have these little maracas that we shake and then we cheer and we dance. And sometimes I'll play the level up song. It just depends on what we're doing through the day because sometimes we don't have time to do a long celebration, but we'll get the maracas out. We'll get two finger woos, lightning sizzles, fireworks. We dance around. We beat the, we beat the dress with drums. So we do, we make it a big deal in our classroom. I think one thing that I see, oh, sorry, Laura. No, go ahead that I like is like when someone levels up the camaraderie within the Mm. class. Yes. They're so excited for everybody else or, you know, excited for that person that levels up. And I really enjoy that. Yes. I've never seen any kids get upset if they didn't get a star and their friend did. I always see them cheering each other on. And that's one thing that I absolutely love building that community Mm -hmm. and cheering each other on and knowing that they're there for each other to help each other build those stars and move up being happy for each other too. Yes. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I, I absolutely love super improver. That is something when I first um, began whole brain teaching, I did um, the class. Yes. So that part of the teaching cycle, as much as I could, the teaching cycle and super improver. And mm-hmm. I have, like you said, when there was an, when those kids come back into the classroom, we just had parent teacher conferences on Thursday. And I have the sibling of one of my Peregrine Falcons. And she, the first thing she did was go over to that board and look, I'm still on here. And I'm like, right. Always be on there. So yes, that, that goes with them for uh, forever and stays with you forever as well. Okay. With what's going on in our world in education with teaching, I was wondering, you know, if we've got virtual kids that are coming back face-to-face, where do you start them off um, on the levels with Super Improver? That's a really good question. So I had three distance learners come in um, back to school this past Monday, and the bottom level in our class right now is kangaroo. So they are starting at the lowest level because if we started them at turtle, they would have a lot of catching up to do. So kangaroo, whatever the lowest level is in your class, that's where you're going to start your new kids. So they can feel like they are accomplishing things too with the other, with the class. And not feeling so far behind. Right. Right. That's a, that's a great idea. What about um, as far as like letting a certain student or group of students get really far ahead. Do you keep it, do you keep it close with the levels? Like 
making sure there's only a certain number of animals between students, if that makes sense. Yes. Yes. So if I were, let's say I had a whole bunch of kids on Red Hawk and then the rest of the class was on Wolf, I would notice there's a big difference there because they're not keeping up with each other because they, if you have a whole bunch of kids on a higher level and a whole bunch of kids on a lower level, then you're not paying attention to those kids. They're not getting the improvement goals that they need to work on and things like that. Mm-hmm. So you try to keep it two to three levels apart. So they're all kind of working at the same time. Okay. That's a really good, really good point. Really good point. Yes. Well, we have loved having you on the podcast to help us better understand the super improvers team. Where can people learn more about the information you've shared here? How can we get in touch with maybe you if they have a question about super improvers? Sure. So definitely check out our website, wholebrainteaching.com and definitely our Instagram and our Facebook pages. We have group level Facebook pages that you get so much support there. There's a super improver one. And then if you want to contact me, it's Stephanie meter at wholebrainteaching.com. Awesome. And I am 100% behind you and checking out those pages. We try to promote that each time we have a podcast. So if you're new, or even if you're not new to whole brain teaching, definitely take Stephanie's advice and check out the Facebook pages and the Instagram pages. But we are so thankful for everyone who has joined us here today and definitely thankful for your friendship and your expertise, Stephanie, today. So thank you so thank much. Thank you. Us thank here. you girls so much. I was so, so much fun. I have to come back. Oh, for sure. We'll definitely have yes. you back. Thank you. Well, don't forget to follow us on Podbean and to share the podcast. We'll be back um, talking about super improvers at the upper level too. So until then, thank you for listening. Bye.